We all have bucket lists. As a lifelong sports fan, mine is full of tons of different sporting events and venues, from the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and beyond. However, my greatest bucket list item is something I want to share with the world and fans like me. What if you could attend a home college football game for all 130 and counting FBS programs? Seems crazy, right? Join me, your host, Bobby Wilson, as I take you along for the ride to see all the FBS venues and more. This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Bobby Wilson here from the TNT College Football Podcast. Glad to be back on tonight. hope everybody's doing well. If you're listening to this, you're listening to my next installment in my FBS College Football Breakdowns, uh, continuing breaking down all 133 FBS football programs. Uh, in this segment, you, I will be discussing the UAB Blazers, who went 7-6 and six last year, 4-4 four and four in Conference USA. Obviously, UAB making the jump this year up to the AAC. And uh, with a new head coach, probably the most interesting hire of the offseason, going with Trent Dilfer. Um, I think everyone knows uh, Trent's accolades as a professional, 14-year NFL career, and a Super Bowl champion in Super Bowl 35. Um, and he's the seventh head coach in UAB program history. Most recently, the last four years, he has been the head coach at, the, at Lipscomb Academy in Nashville, Tennessee, where he led them to back-to-back uh, state championships. He has a 44-10 and record in his four-year coaching career and 26-1 uh, and in the past two seasons. So uh, tremendous uh, coaching career while at the high school level. Um, but like, like uh, I'm sure we all know, uh, has never coached at the college level. Um, he was the sixth overall pick in the 1994 NFL draft by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then, of course, in 2000, he led the Baltimore Ravens to that Super Bowl victory um, as the quarterback there. Uh, you're not going to find a, a coach with <clears throat> with uh, well, you're not going to find many more coaches with the accolades that uh, that Trent Dilfer has as an NFL quarterback. Um, especially a Super Bowl ring. Um, so really, really interested to see what he can do now as a head coach of a good football program. UAB has been very successful, uh, especially since they brought the program back in 2017. Um, so moving forward, this is going to be really interesting to see how this goes. Um, now looking at uh, UAB Stadium, um, they play at Protective Stadium, recently opened one of the newest stadiums in college football uh, opened in uh, 2021 just a beautiful facility and I think we've all seen it most recently um, as the home of the Birmingham Stallions in the USFL that it's gotten plenty of play uh, for good reason at that at, for the USFL and and of course the New Orleans Breakers are playing there now as well but it's a beautiful stadium and uh, one of them that I'm really looking forward to, to visiting in the future. Um, then uh, w the next uh, addition to my breakdowns this year is a coach on the rise within the program. And uh, for uh, UAB, I'm choosing Alex Mortensen, who is the offensive coordinator. Obviously, brand new to the program, was hired December 5th of 2022 
He comes to UAB from the University of Alabama, where he'd been with the Crimson Tide for the past eight years as a GA from 2014 to 2016, and as an offensive analyst from 2017 to 2022. He was a part of three national championship teams at Alabama, which during his time there, they had a record of 115, 115 wins and 12 losses. Um, he worked prim- <clears throat> primarily with the quarterbacks <clears throat> at Alabama, which included Blake Sims, Jacob Coker, Jalen Hurts, Tua Tagovailoa, Mac Jones, and then most recent Heisman winner, Bryce Young. Um, so some tremendous players that he's worked with. Started his coaching career in 2012 at New Mexico Highlands as the quarterback coach um, at the Division II level. Um, he also spent the 2013 season with the St. Louis Rams before joining uh, Alabama, working there. Um, played quarterback at the University of Arkansas and graduated in 2009. And if you're if you're asking, yes, that he is Chris Mortensen's son. So obviously the family lineage of football continues with Coach Mortensen. Mortensen. Now looking at uh, <clears throat> um, the position-by-position breakdown, uh, the quarterback position will belong to former Baylor transfer Jacob Zeno. Uh, he started twice last season and had uh, 721 yards, five TDs, and two interceptions. Uh, obviously, he's very lucky to learn from new head coach Trent Dilfer a quarterback himself, obviously a Super Bowl winning quarterback at that as well. I mean, he's very lucky to learn. And I know Coach Dilfer has said some amazing things about Zeno and how uh, how quick he is learning things and uh, <clears throat> progressing as a quarterback. They also added Landry Liddy from Louisiana Tech as well. Um, but it is definitely Zeno's job. Uh, the running back position, the running back room loses the nation's leading rusher per game last season in Dwayne McBride, um, a fantastic running back. Uh, UAB ran the ball a ton last year. They're going to change that now, uh, change that pretty significantly with this new coaching staff. UAB was almost <clears throat> run first, run second type of offense, but for good reason. I mean, Dwayne McBride was amazing, but even with with McBride, uh, Jermaine Brown Jr. still ran for over 900 yards last season, so a pretty amazing feat by him. He's back, and then the addition of JUCO transfer Isaiah Jacobs, who is Josh Jacobs' uh, brother from the Las Vegas Raiders, gives them a back in McBride's mold. Uh, Jacobs is about 220, 225, big, strong uh, runner who uh, who has a really bright future. And he, Jacob started his career at Maryland before he went to uh, uh, Independence Community College in Kansas, uh, the, one of the famed uh, uh, Last Chance U Netflix uh, documentary schools. Uh, the receiving core loses its top guy from 2022, but will be deeper and more experienced in 2023. Jerron Palmer uh, could be a star in the making at wide receiver with uh, his ability and how quick he is. Then uh, Fred Ferrier the second, TJ Jones, and Samario Rudolph all have experience. But it's the additions that could really make a difference. Um, former four-star Brandon Buckhalter uh, just recently uh, transferring in from Ole Miss. 
will play a huge role. And then there's uh, Dazzlin, Warsham from Auburn, and then Malachi Holt Bennett from Indiana. All three of those guys are game changers for this program. So Jacob Zeno is going to have some fantastic receivers to get the ball to. Um, but one of the questions, probably the major question mark on the team, is the offensive line. Uh, the offensive line, like I said, is one of the question marks on the team with only 11 starts combined in the entire group. Uh, the starting five will be solid, but depth is a concern past that. Uh, center Brady Wilson has seven of those 11 starts. In the addition of Antavius Woody from Florida State and William Parker from Tennessee are pretty big additions that will help significantly. But like I said, that's one of the that's probably the main question mark on this team is the offensive line. Um, just not experience. That's that's what it boils down to. Um, and they'll gain experience obviously as the season goes. So they'll learn they'll learn on the fly. Uh, defensively, the defensive line is full of playmakers. Um, you got defensive end Drew Tuzama. Uh, he will be in the NFL next season without a doubt. And then there's defensive tackle Fish McWilliams. He's the leader of the defense. He very well could be in the NFL next year as well. And then uh, nose tackle Tyreek Howard, defensive end Kendall Johnson, and defensive tackle Kevin Penn provide, provide great depth. <clears throat> and then they have an interesting... Uh, position type uh, option here. Michael Fairbanks, Desmond Little, and Michael Moore are great rush ends who, who also play stand-up linebackers too. So they have a plethora of guys on the defensive line who can really do some things. Switching to the linebacker position now, they have plenty of options, including those three rush ends that I just mentioned and Michael Fairbanks, um, Desmond Little, and Michael Moore. Who, who play linebacker as well. But then there's Jackson Branton, former Alabama signing. He will be asked to be a leader of this unit. And then Charlie Good and Tamaris Brown have experience. And then Marshall transfer Jamar Smyre uh, will see action as well. Then looking at the secondary, uh, they're led by Fish McWilliams, defensive tackle Fish McWilliams, younger brother, cornerback Mac McWilliams. Then uh, safety, Keandre Swopes, and uh, twins, Damon and Damian Miller, have experience as well at the safety position. Uh, transfers, cornerbacks, uh, A.D. Diamond from Auburn, Brian Mays from Incarnate Word, and true freshman Ricky Lee III will see plenty of action too. Uh, Ricky Lee III, uh, coaches were raving about in the spring, and uh, I followed him pretty well in high school because of um, his some of the schools he was looking at or some of the schools that I follow very closely as well and uh, he's going to be a heck of a football player then on special teams kicker Matt Quinn returns while punting will probably belong to Arkansas transfer Patrick uh, Foley but the punting uh, battle will go into fall camp there are plenty of dynamic options to return kicks and punts on this roster um, you could go down the line with so many of those wide receivers and then uh, other athletes at the corner and safety position as well. Uh, fi my final analysis, this is my opinion. Uh, this is a program that is used to finding ways to win. UAB, um, even before they were going to get rid of the program and even when they brought it back, this is a program that's used to just finding ways to win. 
And under new head coach Trent Dilfer, confidence will not be an issue. I mean, Coach Dilfer is definitely confident in in himself and his abilities and his team's abilities. But can the consistent winning continue is the question. Um, with uh, some of the stability concerns um, within uh, financial uh, situations at the university when it comes to uh, athletics can sometimes – is a question mark, uh, but I think when you hire a coach of Trent, uh, like the status of Trent Dilver, I think that makes it clear that you're committed to what you're doing. Uh, a step up in competition will be telling, um, coming from Conference USA to the AAC, but UAB usually fares better as the underdog anyways. And this year, they, they are not expected to be one of the upper echelon teams in the AAC. So UAB, in my opinion, is one of the middle of the pack, I would say upper middle of the pack um, teams in the conference. But this is where usually you, where UAB has had more success in the past is when they're the hunter instead of the hunted. So I think with uh, the coaching staff that they've put in place, uh, it is a it's an interesting staff to say the least, and I, I'm not here to question um, anything that they've done when it comes to hiring a staff. Uh, I think it's a staff that uh, things could go very very well um, because it's a lot of really bright minds um, that just might not have as much experience at, at the college level as some other staffs, but still some amazingly bright minds that. Uh, I think we'll get the job done in a short time. So uh, again, thank you for listening to this breakdown. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, please feel, uh, I would really appreciate like subscribe to the podcast, wherever you're listening, uh, give the podcast a follow on Twitter at TNT college foot one. Uh, have a good night, everybody. God bless.